Good morning, Explore. I can't tell you how excited I am to share with you all this morning. It's been a while, actually, since I was last on the stream for Explore. Uh, for those of you who I have not had the privilege of meeting, my name is Josh. I'm a seminary student currently interning here at PBC, working mainly with the youth and in the evening congregation. I am married to the most beautiful woman uh, and hardworking person that I know. Uh, her name is Shan. Uh, she is actually currently on shift working this weekend, but sends her love to everyone here. Uh, when I was asked uh, about the foundation of my faith that, that I would like to speak into uh, this morning, I immediately jumped to, to that of scripture in our daily lives. And I know for some people, the first thing they think of when they think about scripture is this internal groan about having to try and decipher the most complicated book around. But my hope today is that God will open up our hearts and our minds to be able to comprehend his word, to be able to live. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this opportunity that we have to engage with you and with each other, whether it is with our families, life groups, or just together on this online format. And I ask you that this morning you'd open up our hearts and our minds what you have to say to each of us today and help us to live out live it out in everything that we do amen Alrighty. so firstly before we can get into any of the nitty-gritty about scripture in our daily lives we've got to tackle the importance of scripture um, and i've had an interesting relationship with scripture obviously being brought up in the church where i was taught every single bible story and memorized a plethora of scripture uh, by the time i was in high school thought that I pretty much knew all there was to know about scripture. Uh, besides, Jesus summed it up so nicely for me, love God and love others. So I thought that was all I needed to, to know, and the rest seemed pretty weird and complicated, so it's okay, I'll leave that all out. Uh, but then I read the Gospel of John, and it was like, why has nobody told me this epic book in the Bible? I smashed through it in like a week and found myself just in awe of the life of Jesus and his uh, ministry but still thought that the rest of scripture was going to be boring. I mean, the gospels are like the peak of scripture, right? Nothing can beat reading the life of Jesus. So I carried on with, with a love for some of scripture. Then one day I was in my church and my dad was speaking on the book of Philippians and I opened up my Bible and started reading. Now, I don't know if any of you have had to hear your parents preach, um, but it takes a little bit of extra effort to be able to, to listen. I'm sure Shan has the same thing now with me preaching. Um, but during this particular service, the, the distraction that I had happened to be the book of Philippians. And I read through that entire book that evening. And it was amazing. I was suddenly inspired more by Christ than by Paul, who was going through so much. Um, yet was still such a beast in his life and the way in which he encouraged those around him um, while he was in prison. It was incredible. And so this then led me to reading a bunch of New Testament letters. Except for Romans and Revelations, because those just seemed scary, and I thought, no ways, I'm going there. But then, while reading the letters that I loved, I came across James chapter 1, where it speaks so highly of the word of truth, and 2 Timothy, where it showed me how vital the scripture was to my growth and life as a person. And I realized that at that time, I was asking God what job he wanted me to do, you know, what career was I going to go into? But I didn't want to hear how he was calling me to live my everyday life. I realized I wanted to see God moving through me powerfully with gifts of prophecy, words of knowledge. I was eagerly praying for wisdom. Yet all of those things are tested by scripture. And I discovered that the more I knew scripture, the more confident I felt in doing what God was calling me to do. Because I felt like I knew him more. I have now reached the point in my life where I've read all of the scriptures a few times. 
and I love each part for different reasons. I understand some bits more than others, but I can hold on to the obvious stuff through the hard stuff. I've been really inspired by Psalm 119 verse 9. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your For me, there's a life that I want to live and the person that I want to be. And for me to be able to achieve that, it's by living according to when I read the person of Jesus and who he is in scripture and how he impacted so many lives, I long to be that kind of person that goes, when God goes, I want to do something today, and I could always go, yeah, I'm ready, let's go. And this leads us to the second point, which is understanding scripture. After discovering that if I wanted to see God moving in my life and changing who I am, then I need to dive into scripture, I then discovered that I needed to learn how to understand what is happening. Fortunately, I'd always been part of a church that if I had questions, I can go and ask all the wise people around me and we could all figure it out together. But there's also been a few tips that I've picked up along the way that could potentially help any of you who are struggling um, just to understand what's going on a bit better. So firstly, um, start with understanding that we all come to uh, scripture with a history, whether that's our race, our culture, our class, our upbringing, etc. We're all coming to scripture with things that we're carrying. Uh, some of those things are going to be good things, and some of those things are going to be bad things. Um, and we're all going to feed. We're, we're all going to feed into what we take out of Scripture um, through this lens that we come with. And this is not a bad thing, but it's an important thing to understand that it's going on. Understanding this has really helped me lift the veil on on some of the racist, sexist, elitist mindsets that I've had hidden deep down, that have been brought to light and challenged through Scripture. If we don't do this, this step, we tend to bend scripture to fit around our way of thinking instead of being shaped by scripture uh, and the views that it holds and the wisdom that it has. The second is choosing, choosing a translation that is helpful to understand, but not being too rigid around just one. Having wrestled with some of the Greek and Hebrew for the last few years, I've really come to appreciate different translation styles and techniques. Um, some things just don't trans translate nicely. For example, uh, Jared once told me this joke in Afrikaans, and I apologize if I get it wrong. He goes, What shall you do as you mar your course in a bucky skip? In a bucky rey weg! I then had the difficulty later on explaining it to someone who speaks no Afrikaans and had no understanding of South African lingo. What would you do if your mom packed your lunch in a lunchbox and then your truck drove away? Just, just didn't make sense, didn't hold the same kind of value. And so each of the different translations that we, we have try different approaches, word for word, thought for thought, general meaning, because most of us aren't un able to understand original text. We rely on these many versions. Uh, and it, I've enjoyed many different ones. Some of the ones that I really enjoy uh, include the NIV, the ESV, the Good News, the Message, uh, NLT, and uh, not holding on to any of them too tightly. Uh, my favorite, of course, is the NIV, because that's the one that I've grown up learning and memorizing. Um, but yeah, take them all with each other. Another way to make sense of a confusing verse is to read it within the context of that paragraph, the chapter, the book, even the whole testament or, or scripture. Um, there are some very clear parts of scripture, like love God and love others, that help interpret some of the more confusing things. It also helped to, to learn a little about when the letter was written, who it was written to, and what was life like for them. Um, I know for, for me, when I was digging into the book of Job, uh, understanding that this took place 
long ago before even Abraham and that sort of stuff when there wasn't things like the temple and that stuff going around it made me understand a bit more of why was Job making these sacrifices for his family instead of going through the whole process that sort of thing um, it made me understand a little bit about some of the mindsets that were going on why was everything around blessing uh, tied to his property materials where in the New Testament we don't have that kind of thinking and that was because that's what the book was addressing uh, in that time and, and period is that our blessing isn't tied into our material possessions and so then yeah we have a little bit of understanding how it's important a little bit a few tips to understand uh, what we're reading a bit better and now we're going to move on to some of the more exciting yet still challenging things my first year out of high school I read this book by Eugene Peterson that changed the way I viewed the Bible and had an impact on my life forever. And it wasn't just the message paraphrase that, he's, <laughs> that he wrote, but also a book called Eat This Book, quoting what God told Ezekiel in Ezekiel chapter 3 and John in Revelation chapter 10 verses. I was challenged to remember that the spiritual war we engage in in, in the everyday first happens in our hearts and our minds. Peterson taught an adapted version of an ancient practice called Lectio Divina, which encourages us to spend time reading, meditating on, praying, and thinking through scripture. Last weekend, I was preaching on James 1 in the evening service, and there he shows us the progress of sin in our lives. Uh, and James 1 verses 13 says, When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For he cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when by his own evil desires he is lured away and enticed. And after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to death. Paul encourages us to renew our minds in Romans 2. And we have to constantly check the state of our hearts and our minds. Are we hard-hearted? Are we believing in lives that the enemy is using to drive us apart? This is where scripture becomes vital. It's the ballast in a ship to prevent us from toppling over in a storm. Lies that I had been believing, that society had told me that it was like acceptable to have hate. That winning was all that matters. That independence is more important than community. And it was through wrestling with some of these things, through scripture, that my heart was softened, that I was able to reorientate myself around truth. That actually, it's never acceptable. To that winning isn't all that matters. And that living in community is far stronger than living out independently. And I've obviously always had a fascination with the book of Joshua, um, especially chapter 1. And chapter 1 verses 6 to 9 says, Be strong and courageous, for I shall, give you the, I shall give these people the inheritance of the land that I swore to their forefathers I would give them. Above all, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to observe all the law that my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn to the right or to the left, so that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law must not depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, that you may be careful to do everything written in it. For then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. One of the key foundations in my life is the practice of reading scripture, meditating on it, memorizing it, praying it out, thinking about it. And it's vital for each of us. But do not be discouraged if you're at the beginning of this journey and finding it all too much. I would hate for anyone to start reading and memorizing scripture because they feel obliged to from 
affirming. Rather fall in love with God and scripture. Be inspired by it and challenged by it. It's no good to read it and then forget it. Finally, do what it says. Both James and Joshua show us this importance. James shows us uh, later on in chapter 1, be doers of the word and not hearers only. Otherwise, you're deceiving yourself. Anyone who hears the word but does not carry it out is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror, after observing himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and continues to do so, not being, for, not being a forgetful hearer, but an effective doer, he'll be blessed in what he does. Now Jesus had some pretty hefty commandments for us to follow. Um, Fortunately, he's the one who enables us to do them, and he's the one who has grace for us and we can't. But some of my personal favorites, for example, are be perfect as I am perfect. Just holds so much of this, what? That's impossible. How am I meant to do this? But here's some of the commandments that, um, that Christ has given us. If you love me, keep my command. Repent. The kingdom of heaven is near. Follow me. I will make you fishers of men. Rejoice. Uh, let your light shine. Honor God's law. Be reconciled. Do not lust. Keep your word. Go the second mile. Love your enemies. Be perfect. Practice secret disciplines. Lay up treasures. Seek God's kingdom. Judge not. Do not cast pearls. Ask. Seek. Knock. Do unto others. Choose the narrow way. Beware of false prophets. Pray for the laborers. Be wise as serpents, fear not, hear God's voice, take my yoke, honor your parents, beware of leaven, deny yourself, dispute not little ones, go to offenders, beware of covetedness, forgive offenders, honor marriage, be a servant, be a house of prayer, ask in faith, bring in the poor, Render to Caesar, love the Lord, love your neighbor, await my return, take, eat, drink, be born again, keep my commandments, watch and pray, feed my sheep, baptize my disciples, receive God's power, make disciples. And if you're feeling completely overwhelmed and terrified as I am by that list, then I have good news for you. Because as God works in our lives, and as we come to him consistently asking for forgiveness, for that which we've done and strength for us to change, we become the kind of people who just do these things anyway. It's impossible for us to do all these things without being spirit-filled and humbly seeking to put God first and others first. The scripture is important. We can hopefully understand it now a bit better through some of those little tricks. We're called to eat it up, meditate on it, soak it in, and we're also called to live it out. Bless you, explore for your time. Thank you so much for listening for what I've had to say. If you have any questions, do reach out to me. And if, you, if you've been inspired and want to dive into a book of the Bible, I would recommend John as a good start. But it's all good. Maybe even one of the letters. Uh, they're short, pack a punch. Um, and for those of you who are meeting up with uh, family or in life groups, I encourage you to share some of your favorite scriptures with each other as we get excited about some of the awesome truths and promises that God has for us. Maybe even leave in the comments below uh, some encouraging scriptures for you. I'm going to pray for you. And, and then, yeah, bless you as we go into the new week. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this incredible congregation and the way in which you've been working in so many people's lives. Thank you for this foundation of scripture and, and the way in which it just changes us, molds us, and, and that we get to live out 
some of the incredible things that you call us and and father i pray for each person who's listening whether it's uh with family or life group or just uh yeah on this platform you would bless them this next week to to know your word uh to fall in love with it and and ultimately to fall more in love with you in the name of jesus amen thank you everyone <laughs>